Good morning, listeners. It is Monday, October 12th, and you are listening to The Morning Report. Headlines and highlights every weekday from your local news source on the Palouse, the Moscow Pullman Daily News. I'm Scott Jackson. Weather on the Palouse today will be sunny and windy, with a high near 57 and winds between 20 and 28 miles per hour. Remember, you can always find a complete weather report at dnews.com weather. A school board member at the White Pine School District is facing a recall effort on the November ballot because of the reopening framework the board approved for the district. The petitioner's statement says Aaron Proctor, the chairman of the board, did not represent the desires of parents when he voted to approve the plan. It also states Proctor put his personal feelings ahead of the wishes of his constituents, that he conducts himself in an unprofessional manner on social media, and that his actions compromise the quality of education students receive within the school district. I'm running on assumptions and things I've seen and heard, but I'm pretty sure it's because I was vocal about putting in some minimal protective measures for students and staff, Proctor said. In addition to that, I'm pretty liberal in my beliefs. Proctor said he has not communicated with those who have signed the petition, but both Proctor and Superintendent Bruce Bradbury said they believed the recall issue stemmed from a requirement that face coverings be worn within schools when social distancing is not possible. The requirement, which was approved on a 3-to-1 vote in the school district reopening plan, was recommended by the local health department. Despite the recall effort, Proctor said he stands behind the decisions he made. There's no doubt in my mind it's the right thing to do, he said. It's a difficult thing to do, but it's the right thing to do, because I don't want to have to live the rest of my life thinking that if we had done nothing, then a teacher or kid could have caught the coronavirus and died. I wouldn't have wanted to live with that on my conscience for the rest of my life. Individual liberty and the American dream are both common themes for the two candidates in Washington's 9th Legislative District House Position 1 race. Pomeroy Republican and two-term incumbent Representative Mary Dye brings a conservative agricultural perspective to the Washington State House. Dye hopes to continue her efforts expanding economic opportunities in rural Washington. Brett Borden, Dye's opponent in the race, is treasurer for the Libertarian Party of Washington. He rejects the divisiveness of the two major political parties and supports freedom and self-determination for all people. 38-year-old Borden grew up in Spokane Valley and later opened a small retail shop in Pullman that closed at the end of 2016. He sees this race as an opportunity to highlight the libertarian philosophy during a presidential election year. Along those lines, criminal justice reform is one of Borden's top issues. He opposes criminalizing nonviolent behavior, including the use of recreational drugs. Dye supports efforts to rein in the governor's emergency powers. She said she's been disappointed that the state's response to the pandemic has largely been developed without legislative input. Washington's vote-by-mail ballots have already been sent out and must be either postmarked no later than Election Day, November 3rd, or returned to a ballot drop box by no later than 8 p.m. that day. The Moscow School District announced a positive case of COVID-19 has been discovered at the Moscow High School. In an email to parents, students, and staff Friday afternoon, Moscow Superintendent Greg Bailey said those who may have had contact with the individual have already been contacted following an investigation in cooperation with local health authorities. Students who have not been contacted are not considered to be at risk, the email said. Lataw County reported another 20 positive cases of COVID-19 Friday, pushing its total to 694. New cases include eight men and eight women between the ages of 18 and 29, a man and a woman in their 40s, and two women in their 50s. Of the county's 694 cases, 32 percent, or 509 individuals, fell between the ages of 18 and 29. 277 of that total have recovered so far. Whitman County Public Health reported 27 new cases Friday. According to a press release, one previously counted case was transferred to another county, so Whitman County's current total is 1,484 positive cases of COVID-19. 
New cases include six people under 20 years old, six women and four men between the ages of 20 and 39, five women between the ages of 60 and 79, and five women and one man over 80. Three people are currently hospitalized. All other patients with active cases are stable and self-isolating. For more on this and other stories you heard today, pick up a print edition of The Daily News or check us out online at dnews.com. This has been the Moscow Pullman Daily News Morning Report. Tune in tomorrow for more headlines and highlights from your local news source on the Palouse. I'm Scott Jackson, and thanks for listening.